a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. And we're live, episode four of the Untitled Catholic Podcast, here with Father Sean and Nolan. Hi, a morning, gentlemen. Yes, it's, it is it's morning for us, but by the time this probably gets out there, it'll be nighttime for someone else. <laughs> by the time this gets out there, it'll be Lent. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to apologize. I had edited, we, we had recorded uh, the, the last episode a few uh, days after New Year's, and I had edited it uh, like, a, like right away, and then I, I forgot that I edited it. Say that then, three times fast. I forgot that I edited it. I forgot that I edited it. I forgot that I edited it. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> respect. Mad respect. And now we're all back in our places of what's the word I'm looking for? Where we live. Yeah, we're we're back where we all live. Our yeah, humble abodes. Our humble abodes. Well, I mean, really, only I'm back to where I live because both of you recorded where you live last time. That's true. Well, I live here temporarily. Meaning, this like, this is getting too complicated. <laughs> I live here, but usually it's like two days, three nights a week, maybe. But that doesn't matter. That's three more days a week than I live where you are. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I figured out the reason I was absent was because you were stealing all my Wi-Fi last time. Yeah, clearly mm-hmm. that's what it was because you're sitting in the same location and you sound fine. It's true. You might as well have not been where you live last time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's okay. Nolan, do you have any exciting things happening? What's what's going on with you? Not really. We're uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Good talk. Father Sean and I are in the middle of a nor'easter here. I don't know about you, Father Sean, but I'm I'm getting tired of hunkering down. My my back is killing me. I'm waiting for word. Stop hunkering. I just gotta I gotta say something about this. We yes. canceled religious ed and RCIA here last night, and it just rained hard. What, what, like, what is this gonna like? At what point do we cancel things if there's a, a sudden gust of wind? It was just no, like, honestly, it's it's funny because like we'll make fun of other states for like closing schools like with a little bit of, bit of snow, but any like strange weather, like however great or small that may be, like people freak out around here too. It's kind of funny. I got a call last night that somebody needed to be anointed, but not that night. And I was like, well, I'm just going to go anyway, because if I put it off, I don't know when I'm going to get happen. there. Yeah, if Even if they're not dying, it's just good to go, you know. And everyone was like, well, be careful out there. I got in my car, I drove, and it was just raining very hard. It was, I mean, it was, it, it was fine. Yeah, no, it, it's really not that bad. I mean, last night I did hear some pretty serious wind, but... Um, you know, I'm sure there'll be some repercussions as far as branches and stuff falling down here and there. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's it not, got worse, but not the I don't apocalypse. Know. No, no. I'll tell you what is one good thing about a nor'easter though that I like. I um I, I like to take these days to uh, enjoy correcting everybody who calls it a northeaster. <laughs> I'm a jerk. I might take a lot of pleasure in that. <laughs> so how how do you spell it then? Well, I knew that question was coming. 
There's no TH. It's N-O-R apostrophe Easter. <laughs> oh. Although, I mean, the people that call it a Northeaster might have something. I mean, we're, this isn't like medieval England. We should probably just call it a Northeaster, right? Well, what if they're, what if they're actually describing Easter celebrations in the North? A nor'easter, then then it would be like raining like bunnies and like eggs and stuff, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and pastel <laughs> colors all over. <laughs> it just rains rainbows. Because <laughs> that's exactly what Easter is all about. <laughs> Easter is about three things: Easter eggs, rainbows. I don't know, bunnies, chocolate, chocolate, bunnies. Four things. Four things. Egg hunts. Egg hunts. <laughs> and the fifth is Jesus's birthday, right? Right. Some somewhere in there we fit him in. Yeah. Is the I'm I'm no theology expert, Father Sean. <laughs> right. I think I'm pretty close, right? Well, you're close. Yeah. <laughs> is the Easter birthday. Bunny also a saint, like Santa Claus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's it's based on Saint Bonnet, a French saint in the uh, 14th century. Patron saint of carrots. <laughs> he was notoriously hairy too. <laughs> Father Sean, anything new in your in your uh, parish? Yeah, there's lots of stuff new. Do you want me to list all of them, or was that just I, I, like I, a general I, statement? Like, no, I, I, I'm only specifically asking for interesting things. Uh, certain interesting things I'm not allowed to talk about. Ooh. So. Do you think you'll ever be allowed to talk about them? Yes. But just not yet. Just not yet, yeah. So are you proclaiming to our audience of four that you're somewhat of a big deal? I, I'm not a big deal. It's just certain things that aren't official yet. So if I were to start talking about them, I think it would be a little bit premature. Okay. Well, you can talk about this, Father Sean. In uh, less than a week, we'll have a brand new bishop in our diocese. And that's pretty important to you, I would think. Yes, yeah, it is important because that's my new boss. Yeah, so give, it, it's give us reasons like why, how that affects you. Well, it affects me because now he's in charge of my assignments. He could decide to give me more jobs, less jobs, move me, and keep me where I am. So that that's exciting. Um, and then just with a new bishop comes a new vision. So, it, I mean, like, we don't know what that's going to be. Uh, so, it, but it's exciting. Like new things can be exciting. So it's like, what's going to happen? Where's he going to lean towards? And, and um, you know, so when I say lean towards, I mean like, is he going to put an emphasis on this thing or that thing or, or what kind of stuff is he going to want to get involved in? So it's just, it's exciting in the sense that um, it's something new. So I, I, you know, I got along very well with the previous uh, bishop but i oh i shouldn't say got because that implies that i don't anymore but i get along with the uh previous current. bishop yeah the current bishop uh by the time this airs he might be the previous bishop though uh so it, you know it's not like i was looking for the one person to leave and i'm excited because someone new is coming in um you know bishop the bishop now is the bishop who ordained me so i have a special connection with him um, so it's exciting and, and it, you know, it's, it's bittersweet in a sense because I'm, I'm saying goodbye to the, you know, to the bishop that I first pledged obedience to, but I'm welcoming a, a new person. Um, so it's, it's exciting. And it affects uh, Justin and I because now we have a new person to go to when we need to complain about you, Father Sean. That's right. 
Exactly. exactly right. <laughs> I've, I've already drafted a letter. Yes, a strongly worded one. Strongly worded one, indeed. <laughs> Talking about Father Sean's hypocrisy over Saint Bunet. <laughs> yes. This, this, now, this, this is a legitimate question, Nolan. Does the the new bishop affect you per se? Uh, I think that is really like yet to be seen. Um, I mean, obviously, it affects on some level. Um, you know, I think. You know, certainly I can speak for a lot of youth ministers and campus ministers out there who are probably like um, hoping that the new bishop has a real um, awesome vision to, to carry on and uh, grow uh, the uh, the legacy of youth ministry in the diocese. And um, uh, so, th yeah, there's like questions like that that come up. But, you know, at the same time, I guess with a new bishop, just like with a new pastor and Father Sean, you could correct me, but, it, you know, it might just be a, a case where, um, the new person comes in and doesn't want to just change everything right away or yeah. or make uh, big moves. They just kind of want to see the lay of the land. Um, and even for people in our positions, Justin, like we, if we were taking over for somebody, we probably that that might be a tactic we take ourselves. So it's just it's just a, it is a question, and um, we don't know when we'll get an answer to it. But yeah, and, it is what it is. For, especially for Nolan, like whatever direction they take with. Um, uh, places like where Nolan works, it, it could shape, it can make his job easier, it can make his job harder, or it could make his job non-existent. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Try not to think down that path, but let's, let's hope for plan A on that one then. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, uh, every, all the interviews and videos and such, it seems like it's going to be an exciting time for a new bishop. New bishop, new president. We all have beards. 2017. <laughs> we, we really are off to a heck of a start here. Yep. A heck of a start. And on that note, we'll be right back. And welcome back on Tyler Catholic Podcast. So I'm not sure who would be the person to ask this question. Um, but, so I'm just going to ask Father Sean, when is the March for Life? The March for Life this year is um, the 27th of January. So it's a Friday, the 27th of, uh, of January. Crossfire. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I was going to ask another question, but then I just interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're, go we're, ahead. Are, we, are we debating the date of the march? I, I'm in total agreement with, with Father Sean. Crossfire, Nolan, is that the actual date? Go. Uh, yes, I concur. It is also the 27th of January, 2017. <laughs> and are you going with the school? I am, yeah. We go every single year. Um, I've gone every year for the past, I want to say, um, six or seven years um, because I used to go with the parish as well. So um yeah we're looking forward it's one of my favorite times of the year one of my favorite experiences uh we do an overnight trip so we go to washington early on uh thursday the 26th and we'll be there all day do a little sightseeing check out the uh the basilica and the john paul ii shrine and um have a little of uh, a uh, youth group night at the the hotel and then we're up early the next day for the rally and of course the the march for life so it's one of my one of my favorite 
times of the year for sure. And one of my favorite things to take young people on. Father Sean, will you be going? I, I will. I'm not able to go this year, but I, I used to go when I was in the seminary and I, and I went once as a student in college and I went once as a, a campus minister at, as a, as a chaperone. As a matter of fact, Father Sean, if I could stop you for a second, I think the first time we really met was at the March for Life. Probably. I, I distinctly remember talking to you about movies at the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, all right, so that was... Because we were one... thoroughly unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, seen that. Yes, no, that, that's, yeah, because you were with, you were, because, all right, I was thinking about this earlier when we said we were going to talk about this, because I knew that, that I went with, with the school that you're now with, but you were not in that capacity. I was I was with my youth group who all just happened to team up with the school and you were either in college or the campus minister at the time. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I was campus minister. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, and uh the, who who would have known all these years later we'd be doing a, a podcast together for the delight of five or six people. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? We could we could be up to double digits by now. This is some exhilarating stuff. That's true. So do you, I, I can imagine, I, actually, I think I've only been to the March once in college and I lost a toe because it was so cold. But yeah, that's, it's, that's, it's cold there. Wait, you really lost a toe? Yeah, I only have nine toes now. No, that's not true. Um, that's not true at all. <laughs> but I do have webbed feet. Cool. No, you don't. No, that's not true either. <laughs> uh, the time that, I think that year that we went together was probably the warmest I've ever been. Yeah, at the March for Life. Yep. What's so, the weather like this week? It's gonna probably be warm this week too. Nice. Knock on wood. But um, so thank you, Al Gore, for global warming. <laughs> <laughs> Support global warming and fake tanning. Support global warming for warm January weather. Hashtag and fake tanning. And fake tanning. Hashtag. I I think uh, if do you remember. On that trip, because I was thinking about that trip specifically, because another one of my best friends, um, a, a priest friend of mine, came from that trip, because he went down uh, as well. I don't know why he was there, but he he was there. I don't think he brought a group or anything, but he might have. Um, so he he um, he was in he was there, and and I was in charge of the banner that said like our diocese and, and all that, like, you know, the youth of this, you know, and I was in charge of that banner. And I was told we were going to take a picture after we did a tour of the Basilica. So when we got off the bus at the Basilica, I left the, the banner on the bus. And the person who was the director of youth and campus ministry at the time was like, uh, all right, so, you know, you got the banner? And I was like, yeah, it's on the bus. And as I said that, the bus was driving away. Uh, so we didn't take the picture with the banner and it kind of uh you know some people's whole march was ruined as a result of that <laughs> just like this podcast is being ruined by your son again nolan like like you absolutely like put a big like damper on the pro-life movement by not having that picture right right yes and the then when, when our uh diocesan newspaper was published and the picture was on the front of the paper that did not have the banner that priest texted me and said uh that you know would have been better that banner so 
I will always remember that March for Life as the year that I forgot the banner. <laughs> Do you, there has to be, Nolan, some wacky story bringing kids for seven years or how long, however long you said. Um, do they, do they get in trouble? I, I've been really, I'm going to absolutely not hesitate to say blessed in having groups that have been really well behaved and really, um, not looking for ways to get in trouble, especially when you put a bunch of teenagers in a hotel room. And, um, so, you know, praise be to God for that. Um, I've never had anyone try to get in trouble or do something stupid. I will say the last couple of years, um, the weather has been extremely challenging. Um, you know, we drove down uh, two years ago in a snowstorm. We, um, uh, one year was so cold, uh, the administration of the school um, made the decision that we, uh, we had to come home before the march even started. And then last year, uh, the blizzard, the, the storm started um, right before the march. And uh, even though the bishop who celebrated the mass at the uh, youth rally encouraged everyone to go home. Um, so um, I've, although I've been in Washington for the march, technically I haven't marched in two years. So Interesting. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to some better weather this time. I, wa I wonder how this year will, if, if this year will be any different due to the last few days in Washington, meaning will there be more people Less people, you know what I mean? If, you think it's, warm, if it's warm, there's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. I, that's I, I, not I, my I, opinion. I could be wrong about that, but I just think if it's warm, there's going to be a lot of people. But I also think there are going to be a lot of counter-protesters this year, too. I, yeah, I feel like that will increase this year. It's, it's going to be interesting. Um, it really will. Um, I could totally see uh, what you're saying, Father Sean. And then, so, and also the rally, that is that, there's usually like a rally the night before and then the morning of, is that, if I recall correctly? Yeah, correct, correct, yeah. It's, uh, they have multiple things going on, both the morning of and the night before. So like XLTs and stuff like that? Yeah, and they have, uh, they, they have like the prayer service at the Basilica the night before. Um, but typically, we're, our day is pretty packed, and we wind up getting to the whole uh, hotel late and just celebrating mass with our groups um, on our own, and then attending the big uh, rally at the Verizon Center in the morning. However, this year we'll be in the DC Armory. And who's performing, or who's leading worship, or do you know? I don't know. I guess like the uh, whoever didn't make the cut for the Verizon Center. <laughs> Oh, the yeah, the Horizon Center is the good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're both good, but um, I mean, it's a big difference being in the armor, being in you know, place with same place that the Washington Wizards play. Yeah, that's, oh, that's true. John Wall, John Wall, John Wall. I had another question, but yes. I forgot. I forgot it. <laughs> that's all right. Okay. We're just happy that you're actually with us this week. I know. Oh, this is this isn't a question. But I remember what I wanted to say. All I took from what you were talking about before, Sean, is you use the words "another one of my good friends," or you might even use the word "best friends." So then I've come to the conclusion that Nolan, you were in very high regard with my brother because he said "another one of" after describing you, and then using the word "best friends." 
So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I, I didn't catch that. Um, if there's if there's any truth to it at all, my heart is is warmed up, <laughs> and with enough warmth to keep me nice and toasty during the march. <laughs> Which will probably be like 60 degrees based on how this January has already been. Oh, man. If it was 60 degrees, that would be fantastic. What if it was if it was 20 degrees yesterday with the nor'easter, with the northeaster? Wait, say this again? Say if it was like 20 degrees with the northeaster. And it would be a blizzard, not a Then it would be snowing, yeah. But how, like, how much did anyone, ever, did anyone come up with the amount of snow? Yes, it would have been like three feet of snow. Really? Shooky-dooky. Yeah, quack quack. It's <laughs> <That's> crazy. <laughs> so let's hope this northeaster stays northeast hey, and doesn't stay, come down stay to Stay north. You guys are going south to DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way you asked that question. What? <laughs> You're like, if it weren't, if it were cold and a nor'easter, how much snow we would? Get? How much well, snow would it be? So why didn't you just ask how many inches of rain did we get? Because then how do you equate inches of rain to inches of snow? I don't know. Is that the same? No. I mean, an inch of rain is probably like a foot of snow. I would bet. That doesn't sound right at all. Yeah, I I would bet. (laughs) I'm not taking that bet. All right. right. (laughs) Father Sean, you want in on that? Let's all, I'm going to, we're going to, after we take a break, I'm going to Google it. And then we're gonna find out. So, in one inch of snow equals how? One inch of rain equals how much snow? Wait. Father so, what, what exactly is the bet? Is it we have to predict, and the the person closest to the number is right. How about it's just either we agree with you or we disagree with no, you? No, I, I. This is more fun, right? To our faithful five listeners, <laughs> they're probably they're. They probably already Biden canceled. They're, they're they're Ooh, they can play along too at home. They can, they can write play along too at home. All right. So everyone right now, take out your calculators and t- make a prediction. One All inch right. of rain equals Nolan. How many inches of snow? One inch of rain equals five inches of snow. Okay. Father Sean. One inch of rain equals three inches of snow. I'm going to go. You said five. I'm going to go eight. You said a foot you, before, you buddy. All right, fine. I'll, I'll stick to a foot then. <laughs> yeah. I'll 12, stick to a foot. One inch. All right one there, Tyson DeCross. What do I <laughs> Al Gore's calculations: one inch of rain equals. Just get Al Gore on the show. He knows this stuff. He's not doing anything anymore. Al, text me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think that's that's a good time to say we'll be back, right, Justin? Go ahead and say that. Yeah, we'll be back. I'm googling.
That Woo. was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I had a stuffy nose, so. Oh, yeah, because it would have been. It would have been acoustics in this breakfast nooker just aren't the same as I'm used to. So the reason where I sang that is because the big news of the week was that Star Wars announced the new title of episode. I've lost eight. track. Eight. It is eight. Yeah. And what, what? It's Star Wars: The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. So, what are your thoughts on that, Nolan? Initially, I kind of hated it. Um, just because I'm OCD and I didn't like the fact that they've never repeated a word in a Star Wars title before and now they have because they have Return of the Jedi and now they have The Last Jedi. But that's just me being OCD probably. Do you think that's very – did they do that for a very specific reason? Um, I don't know. When I first heard it, I was like, well, that's kind of lazy. They already have that kind of title. But, um, yeah, I think – I think I know actually. Actually, the director came out. It was the director or the producer came out and said, flat out, it's a reference to Luke Skywalker. He is the last Jedi. Interesting. Because a lot of people were speculating what it meant. And he's like, it's pretty simple. If you watch The Force Awakens, Luke Skywalker is referred to as the last Jedi. So Luke is going to have a very significant role in this. Yeah, oh, but it's his... more significant than it was in The Force Awakens. But that was cool how The Force Awakens ended with him. Spoiler alert. Yes. No, I mean, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens by now, then you... There's no spoiler worry. alert for you. No yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. We'll save the button. Do you like the title, Father Sean? Honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. It's not like... But to me, I care more about the content of the movie than, than, than the title. Because if you think about it, arguably the best Star Wars movie is Nolan. Uh, I I say New Hope, but you probably disagree. <laughs> I well, what would the the generally speaking, what would most people would say the last Star Wars movie is the best Star Wars movie? You mean yeah, the best Star. Yeah, yeah, most I think most Star Wars fans say Empire Strikes Back, right? Right, and that and that's a pretty cheesy title. That is a cheesy title. It's like yes. oh yeah, and so you you guys struck the Empire, and now the Empire is gonna strike back. That's it's like a trap. <laughs> it's like not. Space not ball. as bad as uh, not as bad as uh, as the Attack of the Clones. So that is by far the worst Star Wars title. Yeah, and, probably and the worst Star Wars movie as well. Yeah, no, no, might no. Be. Phantom Menace is the is the that might be the coolest Star Wars title. The Phantom Menace. I would agree with that. Actually, and the worst movie. So, so then there you go. The best title equates the 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 worst movie, and the worst title equates the best movie. Yeah, I don't know. Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace are both pretty bad. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's not exactly how it works. The Force Awakens is a stupid title too. If you <laughs> so are we all in agreement that all Star Wars movies are just stupid titles? No, the Phantom Menace is an awesome title. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely want to watch if like a movie came out in a world where Star Wars did not exist and it was called The Phantom Menace. I would definitely be interested in that and i would definitely hope that there were ghosts in it and it would start jake gyllenhaal or someone like that not jake gyllenhaal but someone like that someone like that that. i think it should have been called uh star wars Ernest saves the last jedi (laughs) that would have been it that would have been it here nor there so, well, because I'm glad the director said that thing though, because I had a debate with friends about whether or not Jedi was a pro- plural word. So it's like you know, like that's what people are speculating. Yeah, like you know, you would say deer, 
there is one deer or there are several deer. So is there right. one Jedi or several Jedi? Well, now it could also on. be just like saying that too. I mean, it could have a deeper meaning than that. Like it could actually be a reference to, to Ray as well, but he just wants to uh, keep people from speculating. I don't know. My theory with all of this is is uh, that um, Ray is is uh, brother. I mean, Ray's brother is um, Kylo Ren, and then they have to fight each other. And then Ray turns evil, and Kylo Ren turns good, and then they have to fight each other again, and they both turn good and fight Snoke. That's my theory. So you heard it here first. Oh, write okay. that down. That's your bold prediction. That's that's my bold prediction that didn't get cut off by the last amen. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of uh, I'm not crazy about the idea of uh, of Ray being a Skywalker or being in that lineage. It just seems too uh, too obvious to me. She can't be a Skywalker because they're not supposed to have families. So like but they that was do. Like the... well, that's the well, thing. They're not supposed to. But well, Leia is technically a Skywalker, so that would be her mother, yeah, but, right? But Luke and Leia are Skywalkers in the sense that. Anakin had children when he wasn't supposed to. Because he's a bad man. <laughs> and then he became I think we should change the name of this podcast to Ernest's Untitled Star Wars Catholic Podcast. <laughs> Sometimes Catholic Sometimes Catholic Podcast. Um, we well, finally found a title. After yeah, we found a title. Well, speaking of Catholic, um, I googled... Uh, snowfall to rainfall ratio and uh in fact what i read on some government website which means it's true is on average 13 inches of snow equals one inch of rain so you're mere five and six or whatever you guys said is wrong so how does that make you feel now neil degrassi tyson <laughs> i'm glad you're uh, i'm glad you're doing the important work for our world and for well, I had a friend. I had a friend. Uh, this has nothing to do with my knowledge of snow. I do find snow fascinating. But I had a friend that when we were in like second grade, remember Sean? He would just watch the Weather Channel. Yeah, but that's because he was afraid of thunderstorms. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's rough. There's so many things I want to say, but I restrained myself. We, we, we spent a lot of – oh, yeah, well, never mind. We won't get into this. Um, did you guys watch football this past weekend? I did not yeah. because I couldn't, and I'm glad that I didn't because they looked like they were both terrible games. Sunday show. Yeah, there haven't been many good games in the playoffs, but last week But was I was it. happy that, that the Packers lost. Why is that? Uh, I, I never really root for the uh, – the perennial winning teams. I always root for the underdogs. So, so I root for the team that I think can beat the Patriots. And Atlanta is not a team that I think could beat the Patriots. I concur with that. Do you think any team could beat the Patriots? Yes, I think Kansas City could have beaten the Patriots. Really? Yeah. Thanks a yeah. lot, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Thanks, Pittsburgh. You ruined it again. I don't so think Kansas City would have beat the Patriots, but I think of all the team, and I think Seattle could have beat them, and I think the Giants could have beat them. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I, I'm, but it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. So Both I guess we've all just subtly made our Super Bowl predictions to a certain extent. Yes. I mean, but, and uh, yeah. I, I well, I, mean, how about I think Atlanta has a good enough team to beat the Patriots, but I would not predict them to beat them. 
But here's the thing. When you look at a team like the Patriots, right, they have a good defense and a great quarterback. The uh, um, the, the, the um, Falcons have a great offense, and, and their defense I don't think is that good. No, it's so not. So if, if, if Matt Ryan drives down the field and scores near the end of the game and there's more than a minute left on that clock, Tom Brady's going to go do the same thing because they're not going to be able to stop him. I'm and worried it's not even going to get to that well, point. I don't think it is either. I, I think that the Patriots will win by at least 20. It, 20? Yeah. yeah. I don't know about that, I do, but I, I will say this. I think that um, I, I, along the lines of what you're saying about uh, the Falcons having a great offense and um, the Patriots having a great defense. I don't think the Falcons are going to be able to put up as many points as they did against uh, Green Bay. They're not and scoring so, forty points. That's for certain. Yeah, and, and you know, you know that um, that Brady, no matter who he's playing, is going to be able to put some points on the board. So um, it's really, it could be close. It could be close, but I think that um, the Patriots will probably uh, skate out of there uh, with just enough points to win the game. I, I honestly – Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I, I think the only way to beat him – Babies is will cry all around the world. And babies will be born in other parts of the world. So, uh, But uh, what's it called? I honestly think uh, – I, I haven't watched Atlanta very closely, but I don't, you need a defensive rush to be able to get him off his game. That's how the Giants beat him. And uh, I think at halftime – it's going to be super close, and then the Patriots are just going to run away with it in the second half. You definitely cut out for a long and period And they will of time. win by about 20. That's uh, my prediction. I, I hope you're wrong, but I um, – uh, Part of me is saying it to be wrong because if I keep saying that the Patriots have no chance of losing, that I'd, I'd like to be wrong, but I don't think I will be. See, that doesn't work, though, when you don't mean it. I, I do. tried that. I do mean it. I really don't think they have any chance of losing. Yeah, I agree. I also think that Ben Roethlisberger is a year away, and then he'll be depleted. He won't be a good quarterback anymore. Bold predictions. So, Father Sean, we didn't even talk about this, but I feel like this podcast wasn't Catholic enough. So do you have any words of wisdom for us? Say something that you're going to say in a homily today or something. Well, I already preached today. I had 645 mass and today is the uh, feast day of uh, St. Francis de Sales. So if you want words of wisdom, you could look at his book, An Introduction to the Devout Life, which is written for non-clergy people. So give us a quick three hit point of St. Francis de Sales. I, now I, I'm going to mess this up because I messed it up earlier. He he was a bishop, I think, of Genoa, like where the salami comes from. <laughs> does, that, does, that sound, does that sound right? But he's Hold not the patron second. saint of salami. Right, you keep talking. I'm getting a phone call that I have to take. Oh, man. So We're on air, bro. Yeah, put him on. Who is it? Oh, he's muted, so he can't. Oh, man. All right. So this is good radio. This is good radio right here. No, do you know anything about St. Francis de Sales? Uh, my home parish is St. Francis de Sales. Really? Um, I know one of the St. Francis's said that he – no, I'm going to get this wrong. It, says, it might be de Sales, but it could also be Xavier – said 
that um, if you uh, every every person should pray an hour a half an hour a day unless you're busy then you should pray for an hour and I love that quote that's really good yeah because it totally makes sense because we totally glorified the busyness of our lives and we make excuses but in reality if there's all this stuff going on in our lives um we need even more so to pay attention to our relationship with god and spend some time in prayer do you have the opportunity of that in in the school meaning like do you are, are you able to just take time away i i of course i am i think I think the reality is that most of us could absolutely find pockets of time here and there to pray. And um, uh, so it's just a matter of when I'm disciplined to do so. I mean, I have a chapel across the hall from me and, um, you know, not every moment of every day is, is filled with, with stuff. I mean, certainly we have busy days and they're, they're, we can't, you know, just throw that stuff to the side. We have our, our priorities and our things to do. But, you know, prayer is, is not something that always needs to be you know, in the chapel and, in you know, when our knees are bent and that kind of deal. So um, it's about being creative and about uh, being uh, proactive and, and finding prayer time. That's good. That's a good word of wisdom from you, Nolan. You like how I just uh, picked up uh, the, the, the ball for Father Sean there? Well, that's right. Yeah. He's still, he's still on mute talking to someone on the phone. He's probably talking about official priest business. He doesn't even know what we're talking about right now. That's he? right. Turns out I found out that uh, the church that I go to has uh, a transitional deacon there. So oh. I'm wondering if like I should, should I reach out to him? You think, you think, is that weird? Is that like, should I say, Hey, like, my, my brother's a priest. Nice to meet you. If you ever wanted to hang out, like looking for something to do, give me a call or something like that. It's only weird if you make it weird. <laughs> So if I said that while breathing extremely heavy, then yeah. chances are he'll say no. Like if you were like, if you were like, um, you know, my my brother's a priest, and um, I know you're gonna join in the elite club of priests as well. So he can show you a secret handshake if you want. <laughs> that would make it weird. Let's wear matching shirts and hang out. <laughs> yeah, drink the same Kool Aid and wear Let's the same, drink the same Kool Aid and wear the same Nikes. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I wonder too, because I'm so familiar. It's interesting, so familiar with like the seminarians in our diocese. That like you see a seminarian in another diocese, and you're kind of like, huh. I wonder what your life's like. Uh, some of them, um, I mean, there's there's different experiences actually, uh, depending where you are in the country. Like I don't I don't think we were talking when Father Sean was here. We went to the uh, he forgot he forgot some. Um, what did he forget? He got something to say mass with. So I went to like the Catholic store and one of the guys that was the uh, at the cash register was a seminarian. And he was saying like the seminary isn't even in Nashville. Really? Yeah, I think I forget where he said somewhere, somewhere. I don't even know if it was in Tennessee. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Because when Sean was in the seminary, it was 45 minutes away. So right. I can't imagine like being, well, I guess it's, I guess it's like college on the same schedule, but. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I know there's, there's, there are seminaries, a few seminaries in the country that are pretty packed out too, believe it or not. And uh, have a kind of a different experience depending on where you live, uh, the life of a seminary. And so, but our friend Father Sean would know that better than us. Even though, yeah. So now we're, now we're just rambling. We are. 
How about mm-hmm. their Knicks, Nolan? Hey, they won last night. Who'd they beat? They beat Indiana on so the like road. Like I was saying, when you look at someone like St. Francis de Sales, you can... <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice segue. And Father Sean is back from his phone call. Are you at liberty to tell us what said phone call was about? Uh, if I do tell you, then you'd have to be killed. No, uh, it's about... <laughs> So we we had uh, in December Ike and Dolo, who maybe one day will be a guest on this podcast. That's actually a legitimate chance that that could happen. Um, he he was um, oh, what's it called? She, he uh, <laughs> he came to play a holy hour and uh, a concert, and we're doing holy hours throughout the year for seventh and eighth graders, and we'll have events after. So the phone call was about that. Um, the next one is coming up on February 10th. We'll have holy hour and then a dodgeball tournament. And then also, in order to get the eighth graders and seventh graders ready for holy hour, I want them to come in small groups and have like um, just a little bit of time before the blessed sacrament. During school? During well, religious ed. Religious and then ed, yeah. For, that was the religious ed director. And then for... Uh, the school kids will do that as well. Look at you, moving and shaking. I don't know about it. I'm just trying to get them to see Jesus. That's really all I'm trying to do. It's all that matters, baby. It's all that matters. Well, I think it's time now for um, us to get serious and talk about uh, the inauguration and our opinion on that. So um, I think Nolan... I, f- I feel like you you are the appropriate person to just tell us your thoughts on the inauguration, your predictions is what's to come with our new president. Well, look, I, I'm, I've, I don't have a problem sharing my opinion because I have a very, very strong one. Um, but I, I, I don't want you to have to escape this uh, final question every episode, Justin. So I think you should answer it. I think you should tell oh. us. Okay. Start and tell us how you feel about the well, you know, it was, uh, I guess it was Friday and kind of took some time out and made sure that I was watching the TV and reading up on articles and doing all that sort of stuff. And it just seemed like as uh, it, it started that there was all sorts of opinions whirling around. And uh, I guess I, I, I think I have a strong opinion on this as well. And I have to say that I think. Amen. Oh, whoa. Uh, it was about to get intense there for a minute. Yeah. Wow. Again. Once again. Well, we got we to gotta stick to the final amen. You, know, that's guy, you, hard know, you have to go to work. Follow Sean. You have to save lives. I have to go help my friend move. Who's moving? Jenna. Yeah. Oh. So, Jenna, if you're listening. Well, We'll definitely get back to those uh, those points of view in next next episode. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I have them all written down and outlined. I put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, sounds well, good. Just one thing to correct myself: uh, Saint Francis de Sales is from Geneva, Switzerland, not Genoa, Italy, where the salami's from. No, but, Genoa uh, salami. So no. it's he's from where Geneva salami's from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere <is> underrated, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Say the most underrated salami. It's great with triscuits. <laughs> Not wheat thins. Not wheat thin triscuits. Uh, it's All good right. to laugh. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. All right. God bless you all. See ya. 
You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.